Hi everyone, I'm Brooke. I'm the host of this podcast and I'm also a homeschool mom, a human design manifester, I'm a bit of a mystic, and a mentor for women who are ready to stand in their truth. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you more about mental health, my personal journey, and how I have used energy work, including human design, to heal trauma. From a young age, I always felt a little different. That has continued throughout my whole life, but where I am now is valuing how powerful that difference is. I see things a bit differently as a manifester. Mental health is one of those things. I'm looking forward to sharing these views with you today. Please take a listen, and if there is something that speaks to you, connect with me. I'm on Instagram, and I would love your feedback. You can reach me directly at Brooke Belden, or you can reach me through the show's Instagram at reclaiming underscore her. Okay, let's get started. My journey with mental health isn't new. I saw my first therapist when I was five after I told my mom that I didn't want to live anymore. I'm not entirely sure what triggered it. By that age, I had experienced bigger traumas, or rather the ones that we validate in society. My parents had divorced, and I had already experienced a sexual assault. Though neither of these have left lasting residue in my heart and soul, if I check back in with the little girl from back then, I believe my declaration for not wanting to live was simply a symptom of loneliness and not feeling understood, something I have experienced my entire life. I would go back to therapy in my late teens and early 20s after showing more signs of depression. I would cope with alcohol from the time I was 15 up until very recently, and I've had more than a handful of panic attacks, including while I was pregnant with my daughter. This is my personal experience, and yet I always felt called to also work in this field, to learn as much as I could learn and help others. I went to college at 18 for psychology, and by 23, I had completed my master's degree in counseling. I remember those early years working as a therapist and thinking so deeply to myself, this is not at all like we learned in school. In school, there was this distinct feeling of us versus them. I sat on this side of the couch and do these postures and say these words. You sit on that side of the couch with those expressions and admissions, and we are different. There is a hierarchy, and I am in some way above. And yet when I sat in my designated spot, I had this resonance with me over and over. We are not different. We are the same. All of us. Your stories are my stories and the stories of my friends and loved ones. We are not ill. We are human. I moved on from that specific chair as I began to go deeper. What is underneath? How can we pull back these layers from this onion and get to that healed core? In my own world, I was starting to eat healthy and exercise, something that definitely originated from an unhealthy space, fat fear, but showed me so much more at that time. When I nourish my body and exercise, I feel better, stronger, more confident, and more energized. My mood is better. Simple and common stuff now, but back then, that was pretty woo. And I took what I knew and brought it to my career as a health coach. But after years of doing those things and building a successful business and getting married and having kids and achieving most of the goals in my five-year plan, I found myself in another much deeper spot. Anxiety and panic attacks, chronic pain brain fog, fatigue. I thought it was just motherhood and likely some of it was, but what many would label as mental health, I now understand as being out of alignment with my soul. 
You see, when I dropped my previous business and all that accompanied it and finally began to ask myself what I needed, I also got the answers, the right answers for my life. Mental health is this multi-layered, very complex thing that most people don't understand. We study the brain for it, but rarely do we find the answers there. And that's because our mental or emotional health lives all over the body. Think about it with you. When I would get bad anxiety in college, I used to take Pepto-Bismol for it because that's where I would experience it, in my belly and in my gut. Now, when I'm tapping into my intuition, I can feel it everywhere, in my cheeks, my legs, my yoni. The only time I actually feel it in my brain is when I have become overwhelmed, overtaxing my thoughts. In human design, we call this your authority. There are seven different places in the body that can be your authority, none of which are the mind. It makes sense, doesn't it? The reason we are so overwhelmed because we are constantly overworking our minds and putting the mind in charge of something that it has no business being in charge of. Our minds are fabulous spaces that are here for creativity and inspiration, but they are not our decision makers. If you don't believe me, try it. See how different you feel in your body. You can go online and look up your human design chart. You can Google it or you can go to Jovian Archive. And when you look up your human design chart and you put in your birth information, one of the things that it will list for you is your authority. And that is your personal decision maker in your body. The biggest instigator for mental health issues is trauma. Maybe yours originates from your parents' divorce or sexual assault or something even more devastating. Or maybe yours comes from feeling alone and misunderstood too. And if you believe this sort of thing, we carry trauma from lifetimes. Our soul's lifetimes and experiences as well as our familial lines from this lifetime. So much trauma, so much healing. And I can even break that down for you, like what that all means. So in our own birth line, right, through our parents and their lineage, that's called epigenetics. Just like we would get our DNA or some other scientific information about our body from our parents, emotions also leave an imprint in our DNA. So we're carrying that trauma through the lineage. And then our soul also has a lineage. And like I said, if you believe in that sort of thing, your soul has been here for lifetimes. And it's lived these previous lives that have their own traumas associated with it. And then here we are in this human body and this human experience in this lifetime and what we've experienced. And so we come with a lot. We're pretty heavy. The second biggest instigator for mental health, in my opinion, is simply not understanding what mental health is. We're seeking doctors or professionals or talking with family members that just don't get it. I'm not blaming anyone here. We're all doing our best, but we are getting it wrong as a whole and as a society. While there is some proof of misfiring in the brain for certain situations and certain illnesses, that is not the whole of the story. Not what we are all experiencing anyways. And that confusion and approach for treatment can create additional disconnect like it did with me, continuing to feel even more like the outsider. Now, I could cope with the best of them, 
I have plenty of life skills, yoga and bubble baths and journaling, exercise and eating well and just showing up in general. And I could also spiritually bypass with the best of them. Mantras and I am statements and goal setting and just going through the motions, praying for the best and not getting it. And yet still inside I'm feeling alone and unworthy. So coping and skills were things that I used to teach in therapy and sometimes it just doesn't give you the full picture. My husband might be one of the first people that has understood me and even when he doesn't understand me, he accepts me fully. I am grateful for this foundation. Sometimes I think we just need one of these people that say, I see you even if I don't get you. Healing for me ultimately came from energetic work connecting with the divine feminine and healing the patriarchy that's been living in my body. Now, that's kind of a big blanket statement, healing the patriarchy that's living in my body. What exactly does that mean? I mentioned earlier that when I started exercising in my late teens and in college, it was out of fat fear. And I think that most women living in this Western society have experienced some sort of body image issues in their lifetime. We are constantly sold messages of our worth if we can just be small enough or pretty enough or whatever enough. And then of course, We've all experienced the flip side of it too. Then you get that and then you're to this or to that or not enough this and not enough that. On top of that, then I began to chase a career with this toxic masculine that was living inside of me. If my body image wasn't going to give me that sense of self-worth, then maybe hustling and grinding and developing a, a successful career would do that. It would give me this authority. It would give me this satisfaction and this recognition that would feed my self-worth. And then, of course, we're constantly fed messages from motherhood on how to be a good mom, how to be a good wife, how to be a good friend. And all of this is really in this moment, the messages that we're receiving from the patriarchy are designed to keep us apart versus together, which is where we're ultimately supposed to be. And all of these messages I had been hit with my entire life. Most of us have been hit with our entire lives. And some of them stick a little bit harder. Some of them fall off. Some of them um, maybe might not be wreaking the sort of havoc inside of you that it wreaked inside of me. And, and that's okay. But ultimately, the society that we're living, living in is feeding us these toxic messages. And... That's what was keeping me out of alignment with my soul. And so I had to heal that on a very deep level. Now, I did that through a number of different things other than just connecting with the divine feminine. That was a lot through prayer and meditation. I did some angelic healings and chakra balancing. And then it came from also finding tools that helped me feel seen and no longer alone. And human design was one of those. It helped identify me as a manifester, which less than 9% of the population are manifestors. <laughs> it's no wonder I felt a little different. I was. It also gave me insight on some of the quirks that uh, I always felt were a little bit off. And, and I finally realized that it was like, oh, these are characteristics of being a manifester. So it's like, it finally all makes sense to me. <laughs> It gave me permission to step into my fullness. 
and it also helped to realign me to my truth. This is what ultimately helped me heal the traumas. And yet I say all of this and I am not healed, not fully, not like we would think anyways. We would think that if we're healed that all of the symptoms would go away. But when we're talking about emotions, they don't go away. The human experience sets us up for conditioning. It sets us up for exposure to others and to experience emotions for both the good and the tragic. And as someone who, is, who experiences big feelings, I will continually feel the depths that come with this human beingness. But I don't have to carry the past trauma with me anymore. That doesn't have to live inside of me. Our emotions are some of our greatest teachers. It is my emotions who have helped me find who I am today and will continue to take me to the person I am ultimately here to be, my truest self, my home. This is where we get it wrong. When we talk about healing our emotions, because it's not so much the emotions we need to heal as the trauma. When we feel defective because of the emotions. Through the nine centers in human design, we can also see a little bit more about where those traumas live, how to excavate them and decondition ourselves. Skills in coping are important and I don't wanna negate that, but I say it's like running a business. It's not hard to learn the skills to run a business. It's not hard to learn social media or marketing or your product. Those things are pretty simple. But the ultimate success and whether you're running a business or you are wanting to improve your relationships or you're wanting to heal the trauma that's wreaking havoc in all of the other areas of your life or you're wanting to feel worthy of a healthy body, it doesn't matter what it is, the ultimate success from all of that comes from knowing who you are. Human Design to Me is one of these untapped tools one that is really coming to life in this current shift in consciousness. That's what we're experiencing right now. That's what all of this is from the pandemic to fight, fighting for all of the injustices around us and fighting big tech and big business and understanding the foundation and history of our world and our society. It's all here as a shift in consciousness. But that is still so new in terms of how we use it. This is one area that I use human design. It's where I see so much potential because healed women heal the world.